You're listening to Impulse to Innovation. The Institution of Mechanical Engineers podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Helen Mees. As a global community of mechanical engineers with over 120,000 members in 140 countries, the Institution of Mechanical Engineers has been at the heart of the engineering profession since 1847. The Institution's mission is to improve the world through engineering by sharing the latest news, views and insight into the creative world of technology and the people that make it happen. Well, we have finally reached the summer. I don't know about you, but this year seems to have gone pretty fast so far. Despite being in a kind of limbo between pre-2020 normality and a new 2021 blend of virtual and physical working, I am pleased to see some of the IMA Keys events returning to the calendar. So as a special summer podcast, you will be getting two episodes this month so that we can celebrate Challenger season. From the 21st to the 25th of July, all eyes will be on Formula Student as it kicks off trackside at the Silverstone Circuit after a year's hiatus. And Impulse to Innovation will be right there, coming live from the competition. This will be our first live broadcast and we're hoping to have some special guests and a phone-in for you, our listeners, to ask questions about the FS Challenge and the other competitions that the institution runs. More details on that closer to the day, so keep your eyes on the I2I podcast page at www.imakey.podbean.com. Speaking of challenges, the Railway Challenge was live again after also taking a year off due to Covid. The event is held at Stapleford Miniature Railway in the grounds of Stapleford Hall and also included a virtual segment this year to enable teams who were not able to participate the opportunity to get involved. The University of Huddersfield's HUD Rail team were the overall winners of the challenge and the RCAS team from the University of Sheffield took the runner-up spot with the Alstom and University of Derby team in third place. Thanks to all the hard work of the railway division and their trackside volunteers. The design challenge for first year engineers, the automation challenge for apprentices and the UAS challenge will take place later in the year around September and October time. So keep your eyes out for all of those events. You can find details of all of the challenges at www.imakey.org forward slash events forward slash challenges. But to get you in the spirit of the season, I chatted to Lydia Amarque, I'm a key education policy advisor. Before joining the I'm a key as a member of staff, Lydia was an active member and chaired the YMB in 2017. As part of her role on the Manufacturing Industries Division Board, she was involved in helping to devise and establish the Apprentice Automation Challenge, so she is well-placed to talk about this exciting part of the IMA Keys STEM engagement. I started by asking Lydia to tell me a bit about her role. 
Lydia, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. Now, we've known each other for quite some time through our involvement on various committees at the institution as members. But just like me, back in 2013, you've recently taken up a role as a member of staff at HQ, haven't you? So for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with that, can you tell us a little bit about the job that you do at the IMACI? Yeah, so my full job title is Professional Development and Education Policy Advisor. Um, So for me, that kind of means I oversee the full engineering journey. So understanding and influencing how we engage with school children, including what they need to know about engineering and careers within engineering. The other part of my job is, uh, is to be the engineering voice for accrediting university degrees, apprenticeships and graduate training programmes. And so I provide advice for all of these areas right through to chartership as well. That's so cool. I mean, that's that's quite a lot of work, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it, it's quite, it must be quite nice as well to be kind of doing some of the policy side of education as well as kind of the STEM side of things as well. Is that quite a good mix? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you kind of see how it all fits together in the end as well. So what you tell a child um, can determine what they choose to do at university, which university they choose to go to, and then the experience that they have uh, um, when they get a job as well. So I think it's, it's really nice to be able to, to see the whole journey and be able to influence that as well. Yeah, I can see that that might be a, a really enjoyable way of seeing the whole life cycle, as it were, of, of you know, starting into education and coming up through school, university, and then influencing the way that government actually make education policy as well. I think that sounds like a, a really exciting part of the job that you do. Now, I wanted to focus just briefly on what the challenges are all about. Obviously, there will be a number of our members and a number of listeners who who will know quite a bit about the challenges they'll have taken part themselves and things. But for those who aren't familiar with them, can you give us a little bit of the back history of, of the various challenges? The oldest challenge we have is Formula Student, which originally started in 1981. And the first UK race was in 1988 with just three US teams and four UK teams. The aim of the challenge is to create a prototype of a single seat race car as a team. The people that take part in this are third and fourth year university students and they must work as a team to design, uh, make and also write a business case for, for this project. The Railway Challenge, which is overseen by the Railway Division, is a challenge to design and build a locomotive which will have to meet certain standards and be able to withstand different challenges. We also have the design challenge, which is based for first and second year university students. This challenge changes each year, but again, this principle is the same. So you must uh, design and produce uh, something at the end, which will be tested uh, with certain parameters. The one which is slightly different from these is the apprentice automation challenge, which was originally designed by the manufacturing industries division. Um, This one, they have to design and make a product which improves a process in the home. As I said, this is for apprentices, so these guys are already in work, but it's again an opportunity for them to work as a team to produce something and give them opportunities to experience different parts of the engineering journey which they wouldn't normally have within their normal work situations. So the UAS challenge, which is the unmanned aircraft system, is exactly what it says. So it's to design an unmanned aircraft system, which would meet uh, certain criteria again and be put through many challenges on the, on the day of testing. 
this was devised by the aerospace division um, and they oversee the judging and the marking of the reports. That's quite a lot of, of events that, that students can take part in and gives a real kind of opportunity to try different things, right, from sort of rail and, and automotive right through to the design challenge. I, I, I was a judge actually on design challenge uh, for a while and also on the um, home automation challenge, the, the apprenticeship. Uh, one they are such fun and and I think the students get so much out of them don't they 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 have this opportunity to not just work as a team but actually learn from each other you kind of see them going sneaking off and having a look at somebody else's project and and things like that and I think they really enjoy it from that point of view don't they yeah very much so I think they really do enjoy seeing how creative other teams are and it's a great networking uh, opportunity for them as well unfortunately obviously last year we couldn't hold virtual challenges but thankfully this year we're able to return to some sort of normality in in some of the challenges but yeah I think it's really great to just sort of for them to see how other people interpret the brief and uh, fulfill the the challenges that they have. Yeah I mean that kind of nicely leads on to to another question actually which was really more about the sort of the engineering knowledge. Do you think the students that take part that they get an opportunity to really apply what they're learning at university and and kind of see how it works in reality? Yeah absolutely I think as we said it's kind of the the challenges are unique in that it gives them an opportunity to see the whole engineering uh, life cycle um, so you've got the designing stage where you come up with different uh, designs uh, and from there you can sort of develop those into the one the final product and then you you can go through iterations of what materials are using and things like that to to meet all of those things so I think it really cements what they're learning um, things to do with materials things to do with aerodynamics yeah, I think there are, there are very many different things that they, they can draw from what they're being taught in lectures to to apply into the challenges. Yeah, I, I think I, I find that with the, the certainly with the design challenge, the the sudden dawn of understanding as they see not just the issues of, as you rightly said, of designing and developing and using materials and things, but understanding like things like the cost of, of materials and having to work to a budget and write a report on it. They're all things that you and I take for granted, don't we, in, in our working days we both worked in industry. But when you're in the early stages of your kind of education, you, you're not aware of those things. And it, it's quite an eye opener, I think, for some students, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, again, it's kind of the skills needed for a, sort of a job at the end of it as well. You kind of have the softer skills, so the presentation skills, understanding budgets, like you say, and actually being able to communicate that to a group of judges. I think those are all very highly beneficial for, for the students. So do, do you think then that, you know, the taking part in these sorts of competitions at sort of first year and then sort of second and third year, do you think they they really benefit the students in terms of their CPD and, and the possible job opportunities that might come as a result of, of taking part in those competitions? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I've heard previously that some people got their jobs because they worked on the formula student team in the past um, and things like that. So I think I think employers understand what's required to take part in these challenges. So when they see somebody's CV who has taken part in a challenge, they understand what they're capable of and how much time they've devoted to this and, and all the things that they would have learned through taking part. So I think it's, it's very, it's very good. Yeah, 
absolutely agree with you. I think the being able to put those skills into practice and then be able to talk about that in an interview or be able to show practically what you've done, I think can can have a real impact on on your job opportunities and job prospects. I think what we're trying to say is we should encourage everybody to take part, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> now, in the past, I, I know that obviously when the, the the some of these competitions first start and things, the students were doing a lot of this work on their own, you know, on their own time and and with kind of very little support. But I think now universities, quite a lot of universities are recognising that there's a real benefit to taking part and to giving the students the time and the space and even the staff time to compete. What benefit um, do the challenges bring to universities, for example? And, and what would you say to an engineering department to kind of get their students involved? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the challenges, again, provide real world experience to the students. So like I say, they oversee a full project. They can experience all of the parts involved in what would be sort of a, an engineering job, essentially. Mm. So, um, so yeah, I think that's really one of the one of the key benefits to the university. And again, like we speak about recruitment, it's it's another opportunity for students to be showcased in in a really public way, um, and then yeah, so that could increase the recruitment. The, the university can also engage with industry um, quite effectively in this as well. So they can link with, with partners for funding uh, and things like that. So they can engage with local companies to increase the links between, to, between them as well. I think links with industries is so important for universities. And I think the more successful courses uh, you see are uh, due to the links that they have with the industry and with the the sort of companies around the university as well. Yeah. It strengthens the course and it strengthens sort of the the ability for students to see what they can do once they've finished as well. So I think um, through linking with industry for sponsorship or even just uh, advice and mentorship through the, the projects I think it's, it really does increase the um, the awareness for the university. Yeah I, I think uh, you're absolutely right that relationship between academia and industry I think is is very important and of course we see it very much in the research side of things but students don't necessarily experience it until they're much further on in their career so I think the opportunity to to take part and to see how they can gain sponsorship, you know, do pitches to companies to kind of get them interested in what they're doing. I think is is a really great opportunity for for the students to build their confidence and and get really kind of into the the whole process of of how you tender for for work and things like that when when you're out in the real world. So I yeah, I think uh, I think there's some great opportunities and I think universities are definitely seeing the benefit of that now aren't they and we, we see it from a lot of the the overseas competitors particularly formula students some of them come with huge buses don't they with all the logos stuck on the side <laughs> yeah yeah and I think everyone loves a bit of competition as well it kind of drives you further on because you want to improve you want to be the best and um, so I think that's that's great for the university and the individuals involved as well so I, I, I guess the the last question would be you know what what would you kind of pitch right now to sort of say to to anyone listening if you know if they wanted to get involved in the challenges or if they were a university kind of teetering on whether or not they should maybe next year take part in the challenges? Well, the first thing I'd say is the challenges 
really instill all the things that you're learning at university. Um, that's for the lecturers as well as for the students. I think to cement anything, you need to practice it. And engineering is a practical uh, occupation at the end of the day. So any opportunity you can to work on the things that you've been taught is is absolutely essential, really. And I think the challenges really do give you that setup to be able to explore that um, and really take part in something. You also uh, develop key skills um, that you you will need for work, including presentation skills, including research skills. Um, working as a team is so vital, and the challenges really do give you so much opportunity to to do all of that. So yeah, I think um, if you have an opportunity, if your university doesn't do it, please pester them to to do it. Um, and if you have an opportunity to join a team, then definitely take it out. I, I think that's a great way to encourage people to get involved. Thank you ever so much, Lydia. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you today about the challenges. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me. We have a number of international competitions that are held by young members and members across the globe. We would love to hear more about those competitions. So if you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us at podcast at imakey.org. And don't forget to join us on the 23rd of July for our live broadcast from Formula Student. You've been listening to Impulse to Innovation, the Institution of Mechanical Engineers podcast. Thanks for listening. We'd love to hear from you. So if you'd like to share any news or any feedback with us, then please email us podcast at imakey.org. All the information on this episode can be found in the episode notes.